Sometimes mediocre is what you want. Sometimes just pretty good is very good. Sometimes impact do okay. And this week was one of those. In a time when they've had a bit of a slide and I've not been very happy and I think they probably owe me 15 quid of my 20 quid for Bound for Glory, to be honest. Tonight, there wasn't anything which jumped out as appalling. There was some stuff that was there for, oh God. And there was some stuff that was there for, okay. And nothing really made me think, wow, that was good. But altogether, it hung together like a wrestler's plums, as they say. And that is probably what Impact can hope for at the moment. No Scott Demore this week. Probably that's a good thing, not seeing all that background stuff and back backstage stuff. And lest we forget, and I forgot to say this, no RVD anymore on Impact. And no Katie Forbes, small mercies. Anyway, let's get to what is often called the action. First of all, we see what happened last week. Do we have to? Do we have to? You know, it's 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 like being filmed on YouTube, trying to do one of those jumps down those steps and seeing yourself go arse over tip over and over again, and then people sharing it. We don't need to see that again. So let's get to the matches. Caleb's in the ring, recycling the stuff he always does. He's done it before, and he'll do it again. And it was promised last week we got Dashwood at Madison Rain versus Havoc and Nevea. Nothing to see here. Move on. Dashwood and Rain did some entertaining work, and Rain does that big trash talking very well. I like that. She's good on the commentary with her hubby, Matthews. I like that, and she's intelligent in that way. In the ring, she's okay. You know, there, there was a nice sliding clothesline to Madison Rain for Nevea off Havoc's knee. They do that spot very well. And the end came with a huge tombstone. I mean, it, I mean, really, you need to see a chiropractor. You need to get your neck checked after that from Havoc to Madison Rain. And that was it. So it didn't work out for Dashwood and she'll have to look for another partner, which she will do later with Jordan Grace. So funny. Although I do like what Dashwood does, you know, I like... She, she doesn't do the kind of work I would expect. So I think she's doing quite... I think she's doing character work here. Now, if she is, that's fabulous. Drop us a line and tell us to Neil. So, on to the Good Brothers. Oh, dear. And they're trying to look like they're having fun. We aren't, of course... And this spot ends in a very strange way. When Paige comes in, starts talking, they take the mickey out of his karate man gimmick on um, Twitter, I understand. Slap, slap, gone. Okay. Now we've got a um, a bit of a promo for Talk Shopper Mania 2. Talking Shopper Mania 2, isn't it? And you can buy it on pay-per-view. 
I'm already down on that 20 quid, so I don't think I'll bother. I think I'd rather lick the floor of an abattoir. Anyway, then Larry D's being interviewed because we've still got Dreamer who's been put through this. He's been, I think he'd rather be put through a table than be put through this Sherlock Holmes thing. Did you do it, Larry D? You've passed the lie detector test. Cody, did you do it? Well, I'm very angry at the moment about all sorts of things, but did you do it? We cut, so we might have done it, or we might not. But one thing we do know is that Bravo's coming back, and that is the real issue here. To Rohit versus TJP. And if TJP doesn't win, while Rohit is champion, he can't have any more contenders matches. I thought this might be a bit better. To be honest, they didn't seem to really gel as well as they do. Now, you see, the thing is, TJP is that fast, flippy-floppy type and a great wrestler, great moves. Rohit is more solid and his character work is a lot better. So it was okay. There was a, um, a TJP suplex on the walkway. That was really... That really resounded. It was, it was nice to see. At one point... TJP's on his, he's waiting for a kick to the back. He's waiting so long for that, he even looks round. Are you coming? Are you going to do this or what? That weren't good. But a, a, a sweet tornado DDT and a surfboard into a, uh, just, well, he slides off of the surfboard into a pin. That was lovely. And then Rohit hit a very nice modified DDT with a grapevine attached. I like that. Th- these can really wrestle and I love their work don't get me wrong it's just that it didn't do it didn't gel as well as it might tonight it didn't wasn't crazy I wasn't crazy about it Rohit avoided a suit a splash went straight into a cross face that was a nice transition but the end came of course because he's a cowardly heel when Rohit gives a low blow and wins from that wasn't as good as it could have been and some more news the rascals are being evicted from their treehouse and if they leave the treehouse they have to leave impact because there's nowhere else for them to go there are tons of empty rooms backstage when you see people fighting back there why can't they go into one of them now I'm no expert on eviction law and I do know a little bit about it but it does seem... Anyway, where's the contract? Never mind. Let's go on to AC versus Chris Sabin. You see, Triple X, L, have been... Um, well, they've, they've caused a lot of trouble for Alex Shelley, and he's off because, well, he was injured anyway. Let's face it, was it his neck? Was it his foot? We don't know. Anyway, Sabin's in there, and they're manhandling him. Larry, of course, gets involved... AC hits a very hard slam, slaps him right down, misses an elbow, and then there is a, um, I think a Sabian win. I think I might have gone to sleep. I don't know. Did I go to sleep? Did I miss that? Did Sabian win that? Anyway, it's meh, and it's only being set up for a spot later on, but we'll come to that in a minute because it's one of the high spots of this programme. Bay, Bay with Callahan. Little bit of a chat. Callahan wants a favour. Lovely moment where he says, Can I call you Christopher? Nah. <laughs> That's really good. 
Very nice. And back to the interviewing with... Why is James Mitchell still there? Isn't this a one-shot deal? I, I hope he's not been signed to a contract, this man. Because really, I mean, he's not been over for about, what, 10 years? Anyway, we're on to Bay, Chris Bay and Eddie Edwards. For why? Why are they fighting? Do we just need to get somebody in the ring together? Actually, it was all right. There was some good smooth stuff. There was a really nice Bay Rana and a drop kick. And Eddie always hits the belly to belly beautifully. It's so smooth. It, it really is. It's as smooth as an ocelot's pocket. Very nice indeed. Eddie actually saw the cutter that was coming. And then um, he gets the pin from that. But that's not what the match is about. In the end, Bay gets the chair. Callahan comes in with the baseball bat. Swans then in. Shamrock's then in. You know, this man's a Hall of Famer. You're treating him like some kind of... Some kind of annex to Callahan. It's not working for me. They put the chair on... Um, on the neck, on, uh, on Swan's neck, I think it was. The rascals are in. Why? And these two groups, so you've got Bay, Shamrock, Callahan versus Edwards and the rascals. Oh, and Swan. Boring, boring groups. And you know, when I say and Swan, He's your old champion. He should have been first on my mind, but he's not. And what Swan says is, you know, we can get together at Turning Point. Because, of course, that monthly event available only to people with the app. And and Matthew's just chirruping all the way through about get the app. Listen to my podcasts. You might not want to get the app. And this Turning Point has ruined their writing yet again. So they're going to come together because there might be something we can do about this treehouse thing. Just get the contract, you fools. Anyway, th- things might get better. Before we get to that, we've got the ridiculousness of Tommy Dreamer saying, why don't you interview Rosemary? She's got a match at Turning Point. I'm going to pause the murder investigation. Pause it? I thought you really wanted to get this done. I thought you really wanted to find out who shot John E. Bravo. And now you're pausing it? That's great writing. Oh, that's wonderful. Because we won't remember what happened two weeks ago, will we? Anyway, Reno Scum, who were a great tag team. I loved them when they were on the independent circuit against Falabar and Crazy Steve. And Falabar has lost his money because um, Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan nicked it earlier on. All that distraction, you see. It's hardly David Copperfield-like. And and while one's distracting him, the other one can barely get the money out of his pocket. He would have felt that, certainly. His shirt was all over the place. Anyway, this match is all right. We start with the big man thing, with Luster and Fowler. And and Reno Scum, even though they are not being pushed here, and I wish they would be, are really good together. In fact, Thornstone... A superb standing moonsault. He really kicked his legs out, so he gets that. He gets, it looks like he's really flying through the air, and he gets, he gets that, 
well, it just looks fantastic. Go back and have a look. There is um, a great finisher actually here, quite nasty. So you see, Thornstone comes off the top while Luster holds Faller, and Thornstone landed right on his shoulder joint. That must have been painful. I bet he had to get the Volterol or the Raljex out after that. Push Reno scum. You could do a lot worse in this program. And now to the highlight. Chris Sabin, with beer in hand, asking somebody to be his partner at Turning Point. Of course it's James Storm. Yes, of course it is. What's this going to be? Gun money? Well, no, I don't think that'll work. That might be quite naughty. Anyway, there's a lovely moment where Sabin takes a takes a, a swig of the of the drink. Says, "How many of these have you had? That's horrible." It's a, about ten. And then he says, "If you're going to be my partner, you got to drink it." Drinks it. He drinks while he holds the the bottle up to make sure he gets a nice swig. That's lovely. And these two together, I think, will really work. What doesn't work is Willie Mac, who's a utility guy, a bit like Dreamer. Only he's in the flush of his career, not at the end of it like Dreamer is, with Moose again. Doctor says, you've got a, a bruised larynx. Oh, I'm glad about that, Doctor. Thanks very much, Doctor. Suddenly, in comes Moose. And then he gets smacked in the neck, so he's got a bad larynx. Turnabout is fair play. And so to your... Your main event, which is... Alexander... The, the uh, walking weapon, Alexander, versus the machine gun, Carl Anderson. One of these wrestlers is good. See if you can guess which one I think it is. The other two are there, of course. And it's an okay match. There's a lot of energy in here and a lot of intensity. And they both tell a pretty good story. Oh, yes. Alexander does most of the work in here. He stays on Anderson very well. Even makes a headlock look good. Although Anderson plays it well as well. And he comes out of that to a lovely suplex. Beautifully done. Anderson unfortunately loses grip on a neck breaker. And Alexander feels he has to stand there and let him have another go at it. And he looks at him as if to say, what are you doing now then? So we've had two blown moves in this hour and a half. That ain't good. But never mind. Never mind. There's also a super herb spot where a really hard jab from Alexander right in Anderson's face and he comes back with a with a clothesline great of course it all ends with a DQ yeah sure it does you'd expect that wouldn't you with these um, with these tag teams and all that all having a go at each other and that's it so it's it's solid. It's okay. It's what Impact need right now. They have sort of... Um, they've cauterised the wound a little bit. There's still some stuff seeping out. But let's not look too closely at that. Let's hope that Turning Point is a high point And then we can move back. And get back to where we were when they were actually getting some longer storytelling. It's a four out of five, only just, but it's a four out of five, and that's good news for Impact, I suspect. Not bad at all. And did I mention, no RVD or Katie Forbes? Ha <laughs> ha!